this video has the classic 90s thing of people in black and white working at industrial machinery. Yeah. Usually reserved for grunge and industrial music, but Oops. this time, I nice. That. Fantastic <laughs> fade out, Andrea. Yeah. I don't know how to use James's janky phone. Things are already going smoothly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, that video has very Rhythm Nation vibes. No rust. Uh, yeah. Unlike that industrial setting where they were making techno music. Hey, guys. It's the hey. fucking new year. Hello, strangers. Uh, I know it's been a whole damn while, but we're so excited to be back with a brand new episode of Girly Mags. Uh, for those just tuning in, we're a nostalgia podcast that deep dives into your favorite teen magazines from the 90s and 2000s, and sometimes when you're lucky, the 80s, uh, with gems like Sassy, YM, Seventeen, and in this particular episode, the October 1994 issue of Teen Magazine, which is a doozy of a horror show and happens to be one of the magazine issues uh, that we uploaded in full for our $5 patrons last month. So if you want to take a look at this magazine, you can pay us $5 a month and do that. Uh, my name is Dee Mortimer, and I'm so stoked to be back. And I'm also so happy my neighbors finished having their really loud late afternoon fuck fest in time for us to start recording today. Put the mic up to afternoon the wall. Afternoon delight. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. They looked like they were having fun. I'm happy. They looked? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> What? They sounded, they sounded, they sounded like they were having a good time. And it's a pandemic, so I'm happy for them. <laughs> Fucking the regular eyes move out of a painting on the wall, then like your eyes poke through. That is very D. It is very me. I'm not going to ruin my walls, though, by poking holes in them. So, yeah, I'm super stoked to be back. I, uh, I, don't recognize the people staring at me on the other side of the Zoom because it's been so fucking long. Uh, but yeah, super stoked to be back and recording. <laughs> I thought you were going to say on the other side of the wall. <laughs> the other side of the wall, yeah. No. You're the second person that's told me they heard people fucking today. Mm. Lauren was the other one. She said, the couple of them used to fuck all the time and the girl was so loud. It was so hot. Then they had a baby and they stopped fucking. But last night they had sex again. <laughs> I'm thrilled for them. Also for me, the pervert beneath them. <laughs> oh, my fire alarm is going off. You should have... Uh, banged pots and pans and cheered like they were frontline workers. I gotta go. I got guys. We gotta pause this because the fire alarm just went off in my building. So Yay. I have to go. Uh, I will be back. Bye. Bye. Have that was a great episode. Uh, yep, yeah. Yeah. Really great episode. Hopefully uh, <laughs> this we come back and uh, D's apartment doesn't burn down in a fire. <laughs> hey, there she goes. <laughs> we can see in the Zoom video she is leaving the apartment. <laughs> the so alarm seems to have stopped. From my listening. Here no, she comes back. I can hear it. She's coming back. She probably should get her dog. <laughs> <laughs> right? Shouldn't leave him behind. Bye, Stevie. To be helped out the window by a heroic fireman. <laughs> Did it stop? This could be incredibly tragic if this building burns down and then uh, this becomes the audio description of <laughs> the last stand. All right. So uh, I'll introduce myself while we're waiting, which will be a long time. Then we'll stop. <laughs> Uh, my name is James Holler, and uh, we stopped our show unexpectedly after the last episode, which was way back in Halloween. Yeah, it was November, December-ish. But we had planned another episode, and I wrote my intro. Hopefully it's not dated. Uh, we are back, and we are live like my brother Rick. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that aged terribly. Uh, no, the reason we stopped recording, uh, not only because of Omicron, but my brother died... I'm having a banner year. Uh, in the same year, you might know that my dad died. My brother also died just recently. 
Uh, but, you know, thank you for any messages of support that I got from our listeners. Slightly less than my dad died. <laughs> Not saying, but come on. Yeah, brother's second tier. He was actually my half-brother, which is almost a cousin. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't want to diminish the tragedy, but life goes on and we must learn to laugh again. So we are back. I am back. My name is James Holler and we will be right back if Dee's house doesn't burn down. <laughs> I will let you know if we see flames slowly rise <laughs> to the smoke and flames slowly rise to the zoom screen. Rip. All right. Yep. Uh, rest in peace, Dee. If we don't get back to you. Dee's dead. Yeah, Dee's dead. All right, let's pause. D, I can almost make you out through the f- smoke and flames. Uh, yeah. <laughs> stay close to the ground. Yeah. But you're a real trooper for continuing with the podcast. <laughs> flames Stevie I've lost all of, my, all of my earthly belongings. <laughs> it's just me and Stevie in the, in the middle of a burning wreck. Stevie's hair is on fire. Watching your eyebrows slowly disappear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the spirit of all the right. night. <laughs> Um, so we're back. You know, me and Andrea, uh, bought some French champagne because, uh, in the case of a good, uh, some good news, but nothing good ever happens to me. So we're doing it. We opened it right now. (laughs) And then James put monster energy drink in it. I'm like, you are so white. Friendship. Our our bartender guests (laughs) would love this. French champagne, orange juice, and monster energy. Sounds delicious. I call it l'abomination. He poured it out. He's like, this is disgusting. I didn't pour it out. It's still here. I mean, it's still alcohol. (laughs) <laughs> haven't had a real drink yes. or more than two drinks in a month yeah that's we did exactly a d- what it is just a giant glass of alcohol <laughs> so uh we did a little we did a little dry january type thing well it's still january but here's to over a month oh, on the wagon and all the irreparable harm it caused me <laughs> <laughs> that's a shining quote here's to five miserable months on the wagon and all the irreparable harm that it's caused me <laughs> Oh, I forgot to introduce myself. Hey, guys, it's me, Andrea, slowly going fucking nuts because we're here in our like fifth lockdown, which is why Dee is at home in her burning building. And we're here across town in our amazing apartment. James got a fucking chandelier. Look at this thing. I'm going to turn the camera around so Dee can see. No more pool table Holy shit. Yeah. Nice. I'm born again posh. That's why we have French champagne. (laughs) And a chandelier. I am impressed. Champagne and a chandelier. Yeah. We're moving. 2022 is going to be a good year. I can feel it. Um, That's about fuck all. Nothing else really good happens. Well, I'm really running out of family members to die. I mean, how many more could there (laughs) be? Like three? (laughs) We, uh, I'm slowly going crazy because I'm stuck in the house with James all the time. He drives me nuts. (laughs) I got my fucking driver's license finally as a 30, how old am I? 34 year old adult. So if you ever feel like it's too late to learn to drive, it's not take driving lessons. I was 35, I think when I got mine, my full G. So you, uh, you're on time with me. Oh, I prefer that people don't contribute to global mining, but <laughs> I um, was like, after I got my license and I, I mean, I've been driving like for a couple of years, but then I was driving around and I was like, I don't feel qualified to drive. I don't think you should have <laughs> given me my license, especially the first time I went on the freeway. It was like reenacting that scene from Clueless. You're not on your own, though. Everyone's working together. So if you're incompetent, hopefully the person in front of you is slightly more competent and everything will work out. Well, let's hope. By the way, I wasn't mocking environmental awareness, but I am mocking the idea that an individual can do anything when like 
individuals make up for like three percent of in, of CO two. I couldn't emissions. even understand what the fuck you were saying. So who cares? Oh, just I was saying like <laughs> the environment, but no, not that I don't care about the environment. I went to school for environmental studies before it was cool. Thank you. <laughs> back when we uh, okay, Bernie. Back when we had to type <laughs> all our reports on typewriters. So yeah. We are back, and we're doing this 1994 version of Teen Magazine, which has three super blonde, Stepford Wives, like Aryan race-looking fucking 1994 Taylor Swift types. I am so glad you brought that up, because they all look... I mean, like, I looked them up. They all have Instagram accounts and everything. One of them is married to I'm thinking they are. They're still models. They've done Playboy and stuff like that, which, like, whatever. That's fine. But one of them is married. One one of them is married to the son of Doctor Phil, which I find very amusing. Mr. McGraw. I don't know what his name is. A little less Taylor Swift and more Swift Boat Veterans for Truth. Yeah, (laughs) he is a thousand (laughs) reference to like. uh, Forget it's a John Kerry thing. He is he is on Instagram as a entrepreneur. That's his handle on Instagram or his, his job on Instagram is an entrepreneur. But yeah, she, one of the, one of those twins is married to uh, the, the son of Dr. Phil. All three of them, I think look very much like somebody photoshopped Carla Homolka onto like three oh, times yeah, onto the same cover. Like um, and yeah, it's very creepy. I'm going to assume they're not all assholes. Like they all posted a blackout Tuesday square on their Instagram. So, you know, they're oh, cool. Good for them. Um, I'm very <laughs> proud of my daughter-in-law. <laughs> she's a great woman but yeah they all i don't i'm not you know like i am fully just going to feel no guilt for judging a book by its cover but these triplets look like they have done heavy fundraising for the republican party so. Ew, i saw a woman not to shame body shame women but i saw a woman who was carrying triplets and her stomach looked like a gigantic penis yeah <laughs> i saw that too on reddit yeah the yeah. Andrew was like don't send that shit to me <laughs> I was eating. It was disgusting. <laughs> I hope none of our listeners have ever no had like a baby. No offense if you've gotten pregnant, but I think it's fucking gross. That's all I'm going to say about that. You can body shame pregnant people because it's temporary and it's their own choice, right? <laughs> I mean, sometimes. I don't know. Hey, Unless they did it. I mean, not now with the way Roe versus Wade is going. Am I right? Topical. <laughs> but yeah, these these triplets are just blizzard white. In a blizzard white issue, I went through 130 pages of this fucker, and there's like five black people in it. And actually, <laughs> we shocking, only actually. count three because one of them, their picture was in it twice because it was part of a fashion spread. So they were in it twice. So it was actually, I think, just if my math is right, it's like three people, three black people, people you of color are in this fucking the magazine. Adam Duritz of this podcast instead of counting crows you're counting black people <laughs> counting black people just just to see like i mean i feel like if any of our patrons who read this issue are people of color i feel like i have to apologize for them because this issue is particularly heinous yeah. in terms of diversity if there are patrons they're probably old and they're used to it because this <laughs> yeah. is the way the Fair world enough. was in 1994 <laughs> Yeah, it just this, but even if even though it's ninety four, this it seems particularly breathtaking the lack of diversity in this particular issue. It's insane. It's if, out to lunch. If you have no idea what we're talking about, then as D mentioned earlier, you can go on our Patreon, you can subscribe, and you can get access to the magazine, so you can flip along with us as we go through our ma- our podcast. Um, I did want to give a shout out to our, some patrons who have joined patrons, 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 patrons. Yeah, uh, we've got Lucia King Hustlers. That is a shock. <laughs> that someone who would choose the name King Hustlers with a Z, not 
to like just the masculineness of that would listen to this podcast. Yes, thank you. Yeah. D's dog Stevie. Yeah. And Tristan. It was not my dog. There's an actual patron named Stevie, which I think is 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 dope. So. Is it Nix? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope it is. But thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for supporting us. It really uh means a lot to us that you care enough to listen to us and then to give us some of your money. And it yeah. helps us, you know, stay a little loosey goosey, buy some stickers, some fun things. Um, if you joined recently and you haven't gotten any merch, just let us know and we'll send it to you. Yeah. Or if you haven't gotten your quiz, if you're like a five dollar patron, you haven't gotten your quiz, let us know. Yeah. Yep. If you even if you even want it, I mean, I wouldn't want it. But I yeah. love giving quizzes. I think it's really fun. So if you're on the five dollar yeah. tier, you get access to a quiz uh, of your choice. Like, am I a bimbo? Is my best friend a skank? Who do you love? Blah blah blah. And then we'll you know hook you up. And we and we do message the five dollar patrons like offering the quiz. So if you guys haven't checked your messages in pa- in Patreon lately, uh, get on that and uh, and you can message us back. And somebody's always watching it because we like to see when the, when the dollar bills come through. Uh, so we're always watching it, and we will get back to you and, and set something up because we love meeting you guys and seeing your faces and we're, giving we watch you it like D watches her neighbors fuck. Yes. <laughs> All right. October 1994. This did James in- did James introduce himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. While, oh, your, while your I house did it while was burning you were down, burning to death. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I thought I'd use the time. Dee's talking from beyond the grave. I am. I'd use the opportunity to introduce myself uninterrupted. <laughs> uh, this month in history. All right. This I am going to let you know some things that were happening around the time that this issue was released in October 1994. On October 1st, South African President Nelson Mandela visits the U.S. Him and the president, uh, the presidents had a lot in common. Uh, One came from a country where black people were subjugated and brutalized by a racist justice system. And the other one was the president of South Africa. (laughs) True. On October 4th, Keith Moore is charged with stealing $5 million from the artist Sting. I thought uh, for I thought you were going with Keith Morrison from Dateline. I'm like, what? I know. Losing five million dollars, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> <laughs> D, I, I, I'm sure you wish you'd died in that fire. <laughs> the way these jokes are going. October 21st. Sex. I thought that was a good one. <laughs> October 21st. North Korea signs a pact to end their nuclear projects. And we had a pact, you know. <laughs> October 22nd, uh, the statue of Sam Houston is unveiled in Texas. And for you savvy listeners, yes, if a statue of a white guy is unveiled in the United States, he owns slaves. Yes. No shit. Fully 100%. And it was in Texas. Big shock. Yeah, he owns slaves. No offense to our liberal Texas Although I was Googling him. uh, Houston is named after him, the town. Uh, And uh, he was conflicted about owning slaves. Which is the best you can get. Woo, backpack. You know, he tried. uh, He basically ran away from home at 16 to go live with Cherokee people. Ah. Cherokee people and slaves, too. And, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. they were the worst of them. But uh, he married a Cherokee woman and basically ran away from home and lived amongst the Cherokee people and tried to represent their interests as best he could. Didn't work out that well, but he was was good to the Cherokee people. Own slate, terrible person, but uh, someone get him his honorary toaster. The standards of white people of the day, he was fantastic. But I mean, (laughs) 
Awful. Yeah. October 24th. (laughs) October 25th. Susan Smith claims her two kids were carjacked. She actually killed them. Ooh. Can we do a segment about this? More garbage. She said a black guy did it. Oh, my God. I thought this was going to be a feel-good story about a woman finally drowning her kids who were making too much noise in the (laughs) backseat. Okay, that was Andrea Yates, Has to be ruined by this Karen racist garbage. Andrea Yates was a super 90s. You guys remember that case? The lady that killed her five kids? I fucking 100% would do that. We have the same name, too. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I hate kids. For those of you that don't know. In movies, The Lion King opens in New York and Los Uh, Angeles. I cried at that. I fake cried at that during class for attention. You Uh, cried for real. No, I cried at home, and then I cried again in class for attention. In Jamie News... (laughs) Uh, uh, Speed opened. I saw that in the theater. Love that movie. Fantastic. Uh, and I love Trouble. I also. Oh my god! I hate that movie. It's so I gross. also saw that in the theater for reasons I don't remember. That cast cannot be okay for kids. It uh, would have been like ten. It starred Nick Nolte and Julia Roberts as Peter Brackett and Sabrina Peterson as rival Chicago newspaper reporters. They reluctantly joined forces to unravel the mystery behind a trail derailment. They argue over almost anything but discover a conspiracy involving genetically altered milk. Okay. Did you just say nothing but trouble? No. Uh, I love trouble. What's the movie with the guy with the penis nose? Nothing but trouble. Oh, nothing but Dan trouble. Up. And featuring uh, young Tupac Shakur as Demi a Moore too, right? member of the entourage for- uh, That movie is disgusting and terrible if you watch it. It's, it's he has a awful. Penis nose. That's what I was. I was like, you saw that movie as a kid? Wasn't Demi Moore in that movie? Yeah, and I love fought. her. I love her, but that it was a bad, bad. Fu- it is. It's also a fucking weird movie. It is fucking. It's weird. so. It is crazy. It's rated like three point two on IMDb. Yeah, it's like Paul Blart Mall Cop got better than fucking like than that stupid <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> in music, uh, Creep was released by TLC. Woo! Their first yes. U.S. Billboard number one song of the year, 1995. Did Creep come out before Waterfalls? Uh, How yeah. was it? Number- yeah, it definitely oh. did. Yeah, Creep it did. Yeah, an album. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, Crazy Sexy Cool had Waterfalls This is 94, on it. Right. 95. So uh, Waterfalls was like their last album. It was all Y2K and had that no, morphing that technology. No, that was from fan mail. Waterfalls was on yeah. Crazy Sexy Cool. It was like 95, 96. No, yeah. Waterfalls was on the... No, it wasn't. It no, it was not. You're thinking of No Scrubs. No, right, it wasn't. right, right. You guys are right. It was my right. first fucking concert at right. Canada's Wonderland. Oh, they here goes a white falls. man mansplaining <laughs> TLC to me. Yeah. I was just surprised. I thought it was on fan mail because it had that morphing technology in the video. Yeah, no. that was pretty high tech. Yeah. Uh, October 31st, uh, American jam band Fish performs the Beatles' White Album as... A musical costume. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it was fucking terrible. B thousand by Guided by Voices is a great month. B thousand by Guided by Voices. Purple Stone by Stone Temple Pilots. Purple by Stone Temple Pilots. Let's Go by Rancid. Nice. Regulate G Funk Air by Warren G. Creeping on a Come Up by Bone Thugs and Army. Their EP, my favorite band in high school. Functified by DeBrat, who was the first solo rapper to go platinum. Dope. And AJ Number Number by Aaliyah. Yeah, that was a uh, great R.I.P. month for albums. That was a fantastic <clears throat> month. Holy shit. Great great month for movies, or a great month uh, for music, and bad month for kids, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Rick. something that happened. 
I have June listed here, but I think I was supposed to research October. I don't know why this is June. But hey, guys, June was a month that happened. <laughs> On June 7th in 1994. This whole episode is fucking trash. I'm rusty. Grace Slick is sentenced to 200 hours of community service and three months worth of Alcoholics Anonymous for an incident with police officers where she pointed an unloaded gun at a police officer. The shocking thing is uh, that she survived and she got that thing because someone named Grace Slick is white. What? That's Grace crazy. Slick is a white person. She's the white rabbit lady. From Jefferson Airplane. Hmm. I would point a gun at a cop, too. If you're wondering why someone named Grace Slick got a- sentenced to 200 hours of community service for pointing a gun at a cop, it's because she's a white lady. No shit. It's because she was a fucking white lady. Why are you doing June research? I don't know. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> the story of James' famous last words. Do you guys want to hear something that happened on June 9th? No. Sure. <laughs> uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez in a domestic dispute with partner I... Andre Rizon set fire to his shoes, burning down his mansion. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe your fucking neighbors upstairs got into a fight after they fucked and they did that. No, my it's my next door neighbors. My neighbor upstairs is one of my best friends, and she writes erotica, gay male erotica, which <laughs> I stand behind. It's very good. Give it a give it a read. Well, Kira Lisa Andrews. Lopez writes fan mail erotica. <laughs> no, they're my next door neighbors who were just having macaroni sex, wild wild monkey sex. Peppa. Of salt mm, fame, uh, <laughs> claimed in her autobiography that the reason she burned his reason shoes, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, was because uh, they were spending Peppa and Andre Reason were spending too much time together, and uh, Lisa was jealous. Uh, I doubt that he was a domestic abuser, and I would burn his fucking shoes too. Here's the story yeah. that I prefer to believe: uh, Reason stayed out till 5 a.m. And Lopez, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, when he came home, was furious that he picked up a bunch of new shoes and didn't buy her any. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> that, that does track. <laughs> yeah, that's all fun and hilarious. Until he tried to calm her down, which to him meant slapping her, pinning her on the bed, and sitting on her. Nope. Nope. Unacceptable. So, I mean, burn his house down. Burning down the house. Burn his house Ugh. down like D's apartment. <laughs> Lisa Left Eye Lopez is a fucking icon. I love her, Rip. Yeah. She's a left icon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ha! That's the month. I'm going to kill myself. No, it's a cowbell. Yeah. Cowbell. Damn. What a bop. Oh, it's so good. Okay. I just found it. Literally, literally one of my favorite songs from the 90s. Like, it's, ugh. I have a fun fact for you, but first we're going to play a game. That video was released, uh, well, around this time, obviously. Microphone. Yellow. Yeah, okay, someone famous choreographed that video, but they're not like a famous choreographer like Hype Williams or anything. Um, no, sorry, sorry. 
Hype Williams is a famous cinematographer okay, whatever. slash director. Whatever. Did someone choreographed this? Yes. Yeah. No, someone this? choreographed it. They're famous. They recently died. It's, oh, Betty White? No. Nope. Bob Saget. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Meatloaf. <laughs> no, you're all wrong. My brother Rick. No. <laughs> Leave me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. No, let me think. Recently died. I know who it is. Uh, I know who it is. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Why? Oh, uh, fuck. I don't know his name, but he's a gay black man who uh, is involved in fashion. He's, he was fashion. No. Nope. Fashion. Oh. It was no? Omar from The Wire, Michael K. Williams. Oh, fuck. I never would have got that. Oh. I know. It's so random. I'm like, that's what? a good That's a good trivia night answer. I know. Holy shit. I had no idea. I loved Omar. I know. And Michael K. Williams seems like such a nice person, but imagine him yeah. not knowing him with his telling you how to dance with his giant scar on his face being like here's what you're gonna do i'm like yes sir <laughs> okay uh. we're in the segment now of the ask jack ask julie which is a section of the magazine where they ask two idiots their opinions on things <laughs> who are completely unqualified to respond do you know their yeah. credentials jack or julie's no it doesn't say anything no. about them so how dare you at the bottom, it says increase the peace. I have no idea. Confused, worried. It doesn't say her credentials or Jack. So I'm going to assume they're just two idiots that work at the magazine that respond to. Do you remember when we read that, like that? Uh, I, I don't know if it was in YM, but it was like an advice column. And it was written by some dude who was a giant fucking freak that grew up in like he was he was answering teenage questions. And he was like a 57 year old white dude. His name was Gil. 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 <laughs> I'm going to oh. pretend this is Frasier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretend it's Frasier. Okay. Okay. Yes, so we are going into Ask Julie because, quite frankly, Ask Jack was boring as fuck. So I'm assuming it's because it's a dude answering questions that girls write into, and now this is Julie is the girl answering the questions. So, uh, yeah, so we'll do, um, we're going to do a couple because there were a couple of big ones. Um, the first one, my boyfriend doesn't want me talking to other guys. But when I tell him that I don't want him to talk to other girls, he blows up on me. What should I do? You should dump him fucking immediately because that's a red flag that he's going to murder you at some point in his basement. So get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Why are you so possessive? What are you, an apostrophe? (laughs) (laughs) You're such a fucking loser. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. That was good. That was good. Dump them immediately. Flags, we don't even him. have to. We don't even have to go into this. That's just that should be the advice: is just dump his fucking abusive people ass. People in high school he is manipulative so, and a narcissist. People in high school are so. I think because you're young, you're just you're so, like jealous. I remember being like that, and so you know, insecure. As you become an adult, you're just like you have to, you know, be okay with your partner having friendships with females that, or, or females <laughs> what are you a, man, a guy on reddit <laughs> whatever like you have to be okay with talking diff- to females different genders whatever but like not feeling super insecure about it but some people still in your adulthood you see this all the time like they just you know they're super- yeah you have to respect yeah you have to respect your partner in your relationship to the gender you're attracted to in having some transparency though like my rule is if I'm going to have a personal relationship with someone of a different gender, they have to put in the effort to be a friend to my partner. Otherwise, yeah. they're, you're just doing something kind of a little bit shady. Yeah, it seems a little I mean, it's just, it's, it's just the nature of the, of, of the beast that if you're friends with someone of a certain gender that you're attracted to, 
It's just like it's it's just the way it is where you can't have friends of a different of that gender that aren't haven't tried to be friends with your partner. Otherwise, it's going to involve some rancor, I think. But it's also just when we talk specifically about the person writing this in, like we're de- we're dealing with young teenagers, supposedly. And that's a bad habit to get into as a young person being possessive because it like fucking turns you into narcissist later on. Yeah, life. and then you end up murdering so, your partner. And then you end up fucking killing your fucking partner. Yeah. So it's it, it's it's particularly like worrisome when it happen when it starts happening. Have this some early. understanding that uh, you know um, it's just the nature of the business being in a long term relationship. I can't be friends with someone of the gender that I'm attracted to if my partner <laughs> hates them. It's just the way it is. It's just otherwise you could be committing an emotional affair, and you know yourself if you're committing an emotional affair. But I mean, you can you could try if you're in a relationship. But I mean, I found it much easier to not be friends with people that my partner hates. I hate a lot of people. So <laughs> James, that's why James has one friend. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I've like never heard you issue an ultimatum and we've known each other for like six years now. So it's like, I, I've never heard you issue an ultimatum to James. Maybe you have, but yeah. Hey, Aaron. Yeah. And fuck <laughs> you, Aaron. Don't talk to my fucking girlfriend. <laughs> no, nah, I don't care. He's far away. And also it's like, I mean, you, I, you got to trust your partner at a certain level of being like, you know, also, you can't have shitty double standards. Like that's the main. That was the main thing that got me pissed off was that he was possessive of her, but she could not be the same level of possessive with him. Which is the case. Like no one should be really that possessive of anybody. But the double standard was like a big red flag for me. That like I mean that's just that is that is that leads you down a path of alienating your your partner and like making sure that they are kept off and by themselves with no agency and it's just like fucking scary so yeah it's not so much about gender attraction too it's like the the uphill Control. battle of uh, of trying to, uh, to be friends with someone your partner hates it's not yeah. gonna work out yeah next question yeah my friend is going out with an 18 year old guy and she's 13 <clears throat> I i know he just wants her for sex i've talked <clears throat> to her about it and she says she doesn't care I've considered telling her parents about the situation. What should I do? This is so fucking creepy, man. Like, okay, she should tell her parents, even though her absolutely. friend will fucking hate her forever. At, Especially at since he only wants her for sex. I mean, he might have the mental capacity of a child, so he wants her for that's the this level of conversation. But yeah, either way, if you're 18, I don't care what it's, you're. Yo, I well, mean, she's under the age of consent. Age of yeah. consent is 16 in most places. And the thing is, is that in a few years, this age gap is going to mean it, it the, the same thing that it means right now. But it's a big deal right now because 13. like 18-year-olds eight, year should not be having relationships with 13-year-olds that are romantic or sexual. That's like skeevy and it's illegal and it's a gross power imbalance. It's and pedophilia. That's it's not literally even on the pedophilia. borderline of yeah. forbidden romance. Like he's, I'm he's a senior a, in high school and she's a junior. This is a child. Yeah. Yeah, he is an entire adult human who can go off to war, and she potentially hasn't even gotten her period. He can yet. buy like, cigarettes. It's so fucking yeah. Gross. What is this? Like the the fucking eighteen hundreds? Yeah. You know what? This is way more normalized than you think. Because when I was in like eighth grade, I remember a friend of mine, uh, 
that was in the same grade as me. So she was like 13 or 14 and she was dating a 19 year old that she ended up moving in with. And her parents were okay with it when she was like 16. And I was like, this is fucking weird. Like you mean Steven Tyler who got, who (laughs) dated a 14 year old and got uh, the parents to sign over custody to him so they could live together. I mean, like, that's not a fucking fucking shocker. Like dudes are, dudes are fucking creepy, especially like, I mean, anyone that wears a lot of scarves, no offense to (laughs) you. It's we're hey, scarves that much anymore. Scarf wearers are not <laughs> trustworthy. You're make a great point, Johnny Depp. <laughs> but yeah, it's oh, just that Keith whole Richard seems question. good though. He wears some scarves. Oh, I'm sure he's yeah. got some shit in his past. I don't think he does, which is weird because of that generation. Almost yeah. everyone does, except Keith I don't Richards. Think if Keith you is- if you're listening, come clean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, just if you are if if it has if your relationship at any point started off illegally. Like, it's not a good sign, and, like, it just get out of it, and she should absolutely be telling. <laughs> okay. okay. So this is the thing that's weird, though. It's so weird. You said, oh, in a few years, this won't matter. I disagree. Maybe five years, whatever, as an adult, it's fine, but I still find it super I don't think crazy. she means that, uh, by the way, she's not saying if you guys last this long, it won't yeah. matter. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, no, like, no. Looks like we made it. <laughs> No, I'm 13, talking about like 18, if... baby. <laughs> I mean, it's no, but like I'm 18 talking... or 19 and they're dating like a 24 year old. That's because you're at an age where you're older. You can make a decision. It's legal. For it's legal. It's legal. I, I mean, like, I don't mean to, I don't mean to say that like, I mean, cause there are relationships out there that are legal that I'm also just like, Oh, that's a little creepy. But like, if, it, like, you, if it's Leonardo legal, it's one thing. Yeah, exactly. I but find it fucking weird when a twenty-five-year-old dates a fucking fifty-five-year-old. Like, oh, I think that it's makes sense creepy. to me. I yeah. get that because men are very immature and refuse to age. <laughs> men frequently, their their women age into being sensible and you know like done with their bullshit, and then men are like, "I never want to change. I'm just going to put this in for another young person. Wait a few years until they get old enough to call me on my bullshit, then train them if, in for another young person." If someone wasn't born. At the time that you were able to drink alcohol, you're too fucking old to date them. I don't Absolutely. care what you say. You were yeah, a fucking it's... zero. You're, you were a fetus and they were fucking at bars clubbing. Your like, yeah. differences, like you're basically the same reason that this guy wants to fuck this child. I'm four years older than Andrea and I'll say things like uh, something will come up like, I don't know. Uh, family ties with uh, or like it, yeah, an eighties, and she'll be like, like she'll be like, was uh, was is that the one with Kirk Cameron? I'm like, no, <laughs> that was Michael J. Fox. Yeah, exactly. Don't they teach you things will... in school? I don't know if we can talk to each other. I feel like I feel like there's like this moment that there's this generation of like, okay, so if you're in your twenties. You sh- like I find it weird when twenty-year-olds date fifty-year-olds. You need to get into your thirties, and then I don't give a fuck. Then you can date whoever. It doesn't bother me because you literally, if like, unless you have like a an insane unicorn skin like routine, skincare routine, you look like an adult, and nobody is attracted to you for yeah, being 20s, super younger. If you look at them, even looking at pictures of myself, I'm like, dude, I was so young. It's exactly when your type yeah, you is were. when you have when you can t- when you can call your type as barely legal. I have an issue with yeah, it. It's disgusting. fucking gross. It's disgusting. As someone who's been in a relationship for ten years, I get the impulse to trade in for someone who is not what? tired of your bullshit. Pow! <laughs> you just see me knock James out. 
I just didn't even inhale that. That just came right out my mouth. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, I, I feel like, you know, when you're, when, when you, when you talk about relationships as a, like, as uh, in, in the frame of mind of like, well, it's legal. That's a huge red flag for me because it means you like, we're literally looking at your watch waiting for them to turn legal. It's also, oh yeah. It's them. disgusting. Um, yeah. It's also important to know that it's also important to note power dynamics in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So depending on what you're doing, anyone under the age of 16 like 16 year olds is the age of consent but you can still not consent based on that things like power dynamics you know sex Mm -hmm. trafficking and also there can be things that are extremely uncomfortable and gross and not illegal yeah i'm sorry to bring this up but what prince andrew did wasn't illegal because the there's the age of consent which varies but wildly disgusting. but it's gross yeah. he's not yeah. a pedophile in that he's going to be try everyone's like on the internet being like he should be sent to jail it's like she was 17 and that un- whether we want to argue whether the age of 18 there should be a, an age limit about how old you are you know he if, you're, put in if, jail you're 50, because he's a- if you're 50 you shouldn't be able to fuck a 17 year old I don't he care what in, the age He should of be in jail is. because he's a fucking If rapist. you're 23 and you date a 17-year-old, then maybe your age aren't that different just because she's a year under the age of 18. I get that. But yeah. like the age of consent being like, we need nuance of conversation being like, what he did wasn't a, technically illegal. It's still gross as fuck. But they have, but they have allowances like in the law where it's like, if you're within two years of each other, it's, they make exceptions. Cause like, so if like an 18 year old was dating like a 16 year old, I think it's like maybe a little bit better yes. because it's like they're, they're close in but age. Because, but- because we have gross laws from the age of fucking like fucking 13 year olds. Yeah, the age of consent in certain places. I think in Ontario it's sixteen. Some places are yeah, like 14. and at fifteen, fourteen. So like, even if you're fifty, you could fuck a sixteen-year-old, which is disgusting. Dude, have you ever been around a so gross? But in California, children. it's eighteen. Yeah. So that's well, like, yeah. the other thing too. I was looking up like the age of consent and these different rules and whatever and and like laws and so anyone that's in like a position of trust or authority, like teachers, babysitters, blah blah blah. Um, or if it's for like porn, obviously, or if they are paid for sex, like that's different. The last one is anal sex. So you cannot have anal sex, consent to anal sex until you're an adult. Sodomy. What? Sodomy yeah. laws. I find Which that is incredibly it, creepy for it's like. Tied uh, to homophobia. And homophobic. homophobic. It's yeah. super homophobic. I found that really interesting. I mean, not all gay men have anal sex, but the ones who do. Yeah. I just, find yeah. That, I just find that weird. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I just find that weird, though, because it's like. If you're a person who does engage in anal sex under the age of consent, you're you're in that's in violation of the law. I mean, I'm not that I'm not that much. I'm going to be a campaigner for like, let's legalize anal sex between 16 year olds and 30 year olds. I mean, I don't that's not like a campaign we need for uh, for uh, sexual equality, but it is Mm -hmm. definitely designated to discriminate against homosexuals. Yeah. I also think about myself as like gay people, people, queer people. We don't need to bring out the medical jargon of homosexual, but like it's, um, but I get where I get where you're I sounded like a Republican Senator there. (laughs) You did. You very much did. Um, James is dated. He has a European dad. But yeah, I, I feel like, oh, fuck that distracted me. And now I can't remember what I was going to (laughs) say. Um, but I, I mean, I think about myself when I was younger and when I was a teen and I just had, no, like, I, I would have been 
the complete wrong age to even be considering sex because I just had no kind of knowledge about my body and oh, it yeah. just would have been many differences it would have been year olds yeah and it's just like have when you, you have you there's people yeah. like Maddie and then there's people who are like can you talk into your <laughs> I need a mic stand but it's but I feel like you know there's there's this I feel like the age of consent is like worryingly low in certain places because it's like yeah. there's you it's just I mean I I didn't know what to do when I was that age like I didn't know how to have sex I didn't know what it meant and I didn't know like what the implications were and I just was not ready to do it and I get that like I'm not everybody else but I have a hard time understanding how 13 14 15 year olds are these like sexual beings that know everything immediately. And it's just like, I just don't know if that, like, I can't wrap my head around, it's, you know, kids being sexual, like not knowing about sex. Like it weirds me out. Yeah. Especially since we're considering that 15, 16 year olds, 17 year olds are having sex mm-hmm. and that the gap between them and an 18 year old isn't that far. And they're probably the people they're having sex with, but then there has to be a way to legislate like 50 year olds shouldn't be allowed to fuck you know, absolutely. 16 year old. Like if you are, if you are, mile. if you are 50 years old and you are a fucking a 16 year old and calling it legal, you're a pedophile. Dude, like, remember that yeah. guy? But we also shouldn't weaponize it legally where uh, gay uh, men are 17 and 18 and you're pr- prosecuting an 18 year old for fucking a 17 year old because that's illegal. no, 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 no. And I, I mean, I don't know if, does that happen? Like, I don't know if that even really happens. Does it like it's, Someone weigh it's in. The age, the age difference. We're is not negligible. a college show. <laughs> yeah, but We're it's. It, I mean, and I should I should preface what I just said. I am not saying that kids shouldn't learn about sex. Like we should be giving them really, really good, like re- well-rounded sexual education in school, so that they know what they're fucking doing. So they're not like me when I'm 14 being terrified of it and not knowing what the fuck is going on we should be we should be arming kids with like you know knowledge so that they're not completely we're just we're just taking the incredibly controversial opinion that old men shouldn't be fucking children exactly exactly (laughs) don't do 18 year olds shouldn't be fucking 13 year olds yeah it's so and i mean like going back to the question it's just like i read it and was just like this is so gross like if your your friend will get over it if they're a real friend about you telling your her parents on her like you absolutely 100% need to tell on her yeah like tell her parents and if she has anyone in her life that got that 18 year old should be getting a fucking ass kicking if yeah. not thrown in jail at the very Immediately least in jail. before he has sex with her he should be getting his fucking ass kicked and the and the advice that that the the magazine gives is actually pretty good, which is like they immediately say everything about this is illegal. You need to tell somebody. If you don't want to tell her parents, tell a counselor at school. Uh, she might be really upset with you, but this is very fucking illegal, and like she needs to she needs to be like educated on on why this is completely wrong and and stuff. So the 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 advice is actually really good. Yeah, but, my um, advice would be that guy needs to get his fucking ass kicked. Absolutely. Like, that would be my first advice. Not like she needs the onus put on her to educate herself why she feels attracted. Yeah, Absolutely. She might, obviously, she feels attracted. She might feel attracted to 18-year-old guys because, you know, they're men and at that age you start to feel those feelings. It's not on her. It's on him no. to get his fucking ass kicked. for Because he's a fucking a adult. He's an adult. Like, it's... And, like, kudos to that girl who was just like, this is weird and I I have questions about it and, like... 
you know, at least she kind of was like aware of like, this is fucking weird. Let's wait six months for this letter to go through. (laughs) I know, right? By horseback. And then someone will type (laughs) up a response and then I'll see it in the magazine a month later. This is exactly what I'm talking about with the next write-in, which is on the same thing where someone writes in and says... Andrew, read it. It's in your Dear hand. Julie, my dad and I don't get along at all. Sometimes when we get into an argument, he'll hit me or slap me around. Later, he apologizes and acts as if nothing happened. I don't want to tell anyone outside of our family because I'm afraid my mom will get upset. Help. Yeah, again, like this is like Wyoming. a month later and a month later. These people who answer these questions apparently are like the people who look for child porn you on the forget, internet. forget, though. Like they have like PTSD and like need like counseling, oh. like answering these questions about this poor girl. You whose forget dad that. Smacks this is 19. James, like, what didn't they just like, I don't know. And it's like, dude, 1994, you forget the internet wasn't even a thing yet. You yeah. weren't able to like just go online and be like, what does this mean? Or ask Reddit yeah. or fucking like. I mean, they should encourage their listeners. Hey, when you have a problem like this, talk listeners, to someone who's li- not listeners? us. Don't yeah. write into us for this yeah. information. If you feel this way, talk to someone who's not us. Don't wait six months to write to me. Dude, their answer to everything is talk to the school counselor. I don't know about you. I don't even remember if my school had a counselor if they were qualified. My school had a counselor and I played tiddlywinks with her. I'm pretty sure my school counselor was just there to talk to me about Jesus. But at the bottom, but at the bottom of the page, they say like you know these people that are giving the advice can't personally answer everybody's question that comes in. But it's like when I'm, I mean, I hope that there are certain questions that come in where they immediately answer right away that like, Oh, you need to be like, know, they... there's only room for six. At yeah. The well, I mean, no, like but no, 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 the police. But, but the thing is, is that like they get, so they get letters sent in through snail mail apparently, but like uh, they, you know, they get these letters sent in that are just like, Oh, my dad hurts me. I feel like they would immediately like they would immediately answer that like if there's like a really big red flag because i mean like i feel like that's also kind of illegal to sit on knowledge that a child is being hurt and not report it yeah isn't it fucked up that i said call the police and i immediately thought well maybe they're not the people to contact because we have no trust in the police anymore (laughs) they live in wyoming i'm sure they're fine (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah call the ranch hands (laughs) with their leather gloves I understand why she wrote, why, why that, why that, you know, that person wrote in saying like, what do I do? My dad hits me because like, who wants to call the cops on their dad, right? They like have it's- kids help phone. I think that was a thing in Canada. I don't know if they yeah, have was. States. I called them a couple of times when I was younger. I mean, she lives in Wyoming, so I'm sure she sent this letter, handed it off to some guy on a horse, and he <laughs> rode like 15 miles to like the they local They died town. on the Oregon Trail. They got like... <laughs> dysentery. They got dysentery on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, let's laugh at this stupid idiot getting smacked around by their dad. Oh, you no. have a dad! We're not laughing. We I was killed getting okay. smacked around my dad, you insensitive <laughs> child. Dad is dead. But- I hope whoever wrote this in got help. Like, that's a super shitty thing. Hopefully you did this kind of revenge fantasy thing and you became an adult and then you beat the shit out of your dad. Yeah, elder abuse is hilarious. (laughs) Wait for me at old and infirm then smack the shit out of him. There are some elders that deserve to get the fucking shit kicked out of them. Nazis? Yeah. Like really old Nazis that are still kicking around? Kick them out. Yeah. Kick them in the head. (laughs) I think we can probably end there. Kicking Nazis in the head. Yeah. <laughs>
Is this the video where there's a bunch of like naked, half naked women in bathing suits getting out of the trunk of a car? Uh, that sounds familiar. I don't. A genie turns his bicycle into a like a '64 Oldsmobile convertible. What am I thinking of? I thinking. I think I'm thinking of zoom, zoom, zoom. No, no, no. This this has a genie involved, so I assume he could turn a bunch of women coming out of a trunk. I just remember watching a rap video on MTV when I was like really young around this time. And like, that's the first like music video that I really like have a cognizant memory of seeing. And there was a bunch of like naked girl, like, you know, girls in like bikini, like string bikinis getting out of the trunk of a car. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. And my mom was like, turn this off. She's too young. (laughs) Anyways, we are on the why me segment, which is the the section of the magazine that talks about most embarrassing moments. And these ones I'm going to have to say are like a little bit lame. A lot of people have been like, aren't these fake? Which we actually met somebody that used to write for YM, I think. And they told us that they're not, um, they might like, you know, fix them up for grammar or whatever, but they don't really embellish Mm -hmm. them. Um, but these ones, I don't know if teen was aimed at like younger audiences or what, but, they were kind of lame. So I'm going to read one. They also said, uh, I think the person who told us that also said that we don't even get a chance to see the most bonkers ones that get sent in. Apparently there's ones that are like, they can't actually put in a magazine because they're like actual, like for legal reasons, they had to be like, we have to call child services or something <laughs> like that. And it's like actually kind of scary. And you and weird. see all the things that people write in and they should call child services about. So you don't even know the stuff that they actually call child services. Yeah. About. Yeah. All right. But but she actually I feel like she actually said that like they've gotten letters in from people who are just like my dad touches me and it's like oh fuck like <laughs> no shit. <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They got a bunch of like flash light signals from a mirror from someone holding their hand out in a basement be like 6 months later. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay. So there's why me. Here's one from JP Illinois. I was at a chorus concert and I had to go to the bathroom. When I came out of the bathroom, everyone was staring at me. I didn't know why until half an hour later when a seventh grader came up to me and told me to pull the back of my dress out of the back. The reason they were staring at me is because my dress was tucked into my underwear. That is super fucking embarrassing. And it actually happened to me the first week at a new job. I was like waving bye to my manager and his friend who like, I guess also kind of worked there and then walked away. And then his friend ran up to me and I was like, oh, did I forget something? And he's like, hey, your dress is tucked into your underwear. And I was wearing <laughs> laundry underwear that day, like oh, no. not cute ones at all. So that that is actually really embarrassing. And it's even more so when you're in a, like in public where I was like on Bloor Street in Toronto. So it's a lot of people very- saw my ass. It's kind of my worst nightmare. I always do a butt check when I'm wearing a dress at the office. Not that I've been in the office for like fucking two and a half years, but like when I was wearing, you know, office cash, I really like dresses. I don't particularly like wearing pants in the office. So I have a lot of office office wear that's dresses. And I have had issues where I've like tucked them into my underwear and been like, oh, this is why I do a butt check. So see, this never happens to dudes unless they're wearing a dress or, you know, have yeah. you ever, I guess you can get toilet paper stuck in there. I don't That's know. the opposite of my where? worst nightmare. That's like a pants. fantasy. Girls and, and guys in dresses. It would come out the top. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if you didn't wipe and it got like stuck in your pants. Chuck I don't it, fucking no. I don't know if you have to be pretty, like I don't know, drunk 
to wipe your butt to the point where it's like you have a thing you of toilet paper hanging on you pull it up it happens all the time james look it up you would have to be stuck on your butt cheeks get the net come. james <laughs> so i was like these are so lame so i'm gonna go on reddit because reddit always has good like first person accounts of like your most embarrassing things that happen to you so i'm gonna read a couple of them one was by flavanella and they said i had a great day at a water park slash outdoor pool and towards the afternoon the end of the afternoon, a woman came up to me and whispered in my ear that I had a problem with my swimsuit. I reached behind and noticed a huge gap. The fabric was torn right in the middle, and you could see my white, untanned ass crack. I was <laughs> running around like this all day, and nobody said anything. Why don't people say this something? This is why I tan my ass crack. <laughs> I don't know why no one ever says anything. It's like when you have food in your teeth. Like, just fucking tell me, dude. Yeah. I told somebody when that was walking down the street back, like this was like a couple of summers ago, who had like their their dress stuck in their underwear, and I went up behind them and I was just like, I tapped them on the shoulder and they whirled around and I was like, your ass showing, and they're just like, thank you so much. No one is gonna make you feel like a dick for pointing out that they're walking around with their ass hanging out I think unintentionally. The problem is the modern liberal agenda. <laughs> Where if I tell someone, hey, your ass crack's hanging out, they're like, did you just assume I don't want my ass crack hanging out? How dare you? <laughs> okay. Uh, so there's another one. Also about asses. If it makes you feel any better, I tore the ass of my leggings sliding down a rock face while hiking a mountain on a third date. And I decided not to wear underwear because visible underwear lines would have been embarrassing if my date was hiking behind me. Another hiking party had a drone and managed to capture footage of the beautiful scenery, including me trying to navigate difficult terrain while covering my ass crack with one hand. I never understood people who like are like, oh, VPLs are super embarrassing. It's like, no, you're wearing underwear. It's there's you, nothing James embarrassing not about it. Know what that is? Visible panty lines. Oh, I know? know what that is. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I mean, but I don't find it embarrassing at all. It's just like if you want to make fun of me for wearing underwear, you're a fucking idiot. So <laughs> yeah, it's kind of gross not to. And you're hiking. Ugh. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, why are you wearing leggings on a hike? <laughs> I mean, like yoga. I mean, I call yoga pants leggings sometimes. Uh, so yeah, she's wearing like exercise pants. But... reasons. Okay. Yeah. Um, then there's like a couple short and sweet ones. There's tossing turnips. Who said my dick hanging out of my unzipped shorts in Walmart with my extended family there? <laughs> what? More details? <laughs> I know. That's all it said. It was like a one-liner. Oh uh, wait. So he was wearing shorts without underwear, and the. May, don't boxers have that little slit? Maybe well, it, like, and also, fell wouldn't out. you feel the cold air on your dick? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, <laughs> or at least the edge of the zipper. I don't have a dick, so you tell me. Like, unless, I mean, I could imagine a world in which this guy's shorts were so breezy, <laughs> like he just wearing like the most like uh, aerodynamic clearing <laughs> cargo shorts that is, and no underwear. So his dick is just Dude, feeling the Walmart. air flow right through those things. What an easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. <laughs> There's one that said, used to be a nice guy when I was 12. Oh, it's funny because a lot of these are from like teenage. It didn't say what's your most embarrassing teenage moment. It just said what's your most embarrassing. A lot of them are like teens. So clearly things stick with you in life. When I was 12, my little sister caught me beating off with Crisco. She told her friends at school and everyone called me Grease Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> That's a solid fucking hit. <laughs> I know. I would kill my sister. <laughs> kill myself i know me too <laughs> told everyone at school i know what a bitch the butterfly uh-uh that's all let me see the tubes are wrong yeah 1994 69 boys backed up by the quartet this is so fucking good this is the kind of song that you hear from across the bar and you're wasted and you fucking like run out and start dancing to it 
Great you song. You lose your mind. Terrible candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's horrible. I like them. You don't like them? It rips out my fillings, man. Yeah. Like I can't have it. We talked about this weirdly enough on the last episode because the last episode was Halloween. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I, like <laughs> I don't like Peeps. Those Easter candies. <laughs> I don't mind the Tootsie Roll lollipops. Like, I can handle those. But the actual just, like, Tootsie Rolls in a wrapper are disgusting. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Tootsie speaking, Rolls. Speaking of, speaking of food that everybody should eat <laughs> at all times. But, like, uh, yeah, we're getting into uh, this, uh, this issue, which is a problematic issue for a number of reasons. But mainly what we wanted to talk about, and we've talked about this topic before, and it, whenever it comes up, we, we rant about it. Uh, but this particular issue is, is kind of stunning in how they have sort of used diet culture um, and used dieting to kind of like make all of the readers who are teenagers fucking hate themselves. So it's um, the, the cover, like we mentioned before, are these triplet models who won this competition for the mo- for this model search that they're doing. The Republican National te- Convention. Race. Yeah, the Republican Natural... Yeah, it's like America's next top Aryan in this shit. But, like, it's... So, the, basically, Teen... The, the October 1994 issue of Teen was doing a model search. And they also added, at the beginning of the issue, this, like, three-page, four-page article on dieting and diets you can go on to lose weight within pages of a giant segment or a giant article about, like, what they're looking for in models. So it's basically, it gears you up to hate yourself going right into, here's how to make yourself look like a model for us. Joke's on you, Teen Magazine. I already hate myself, and I don't (laughs) need to be a body issue. The thing is that's fucked is that it's not even just this segment that's like how to be a model. Go to the back pages, like the mail order shit, and it's 90% like how to be a model, how to lose weight, how to get the guy you want. Like Send your kid to a fat camp. How to clear up your skin. Yeah, how to get perfect hair. Like, and it's just... But the thing that's really fucked about this, and I think we've talked about this before, is that teen magazines in the 90s, it it wasn't until 2003 that they actually banned, like diet and weight loss and like anything to do with advertising basically like weight yeah. loss in magazines so this isn't just like a here's how you like can be healthier there's a fucking seven day diet plan based yeah. on this two questions that you take so one of them is how active are you um not I play, very i play on an athletic team or workout at least five times a week nope. b i exercise at least three times a week or b c my only exercise is cruising the mall and walking from the tv to the fridge which sounds i don't even cruise the mall <laughs> <laughs> okay so james is a c what's your body type i've got a large by body the way frame. My, i'm getting to about a c cup <laughs> i've got a large body frame d people would say i'm an average size or i buy clothes in the in the petite department so let's say James is a CE, which means so they, they like based on these two questions. Sorry, what was E? E is uh, most people would say I'm average. Right. Just checking. How dare you? F and F was F was like super petite. Yeah, right? by closing the petite department. And then based on these yeah. like two questions that they ask you, not taking into your family history, if you have any other like, you know, issues that that maybe like hyperthyroidism or any like anything like that. It's like, here's your seven-day diet plan. 
and it's the yeah. same diet plan for everyone and there's certain snacks that you omit based on i guess which of those like a e c d personality whatever things or body types you are and the way that the way they set up to set it up is that like andrea read all of just read all of the options but the way they set it up is that you have you answer the options a b and c which is body type and then d e and f is i guess like activity F, yeah, or, no activity level the other way around the other way around, but like you get what I'm saying. So it's like you match up what you meant. So you match up what you answered for your body type with what you answered for your level of, of activity in a day. And then based on that, they have like, if you answered A, B, or if you answered A, D, or, you know, B, F, or, you know, like well, let's, C, let's see, James then, they, a then they create a, they create a, 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 like a diet for you. And Andrea will give an example using James. Yeah. So Sounds James, pretty scientific to me. <laughs> so James was a C E, right? So, and nowhere, and nowhere in this article do they say consult with a physician first. Yeah. Like it's, Oh no, actually it does. It says, oh, does uh, it? Okay. at the very, in tiny, tiny little letters in with fine this print. or any diet, you should check with your doctor before you yeah, fucking shock again. But anyway, so, James is a CE. So they're having 1500 calories a day, which isn't like insanely restrictive, but it's pretty restrictive. If you need 2000 uh, calories a day, uh, like that's for a, for a teenager for a growing, teenager. it's insane. Yeah. So it's for like, here's growing. your breakfast, James. One cup fortified milk, uh, ban- a banana. <laughs> it's milk with more vitamin R. What if I'm not white and I'm <laughs> yeah. lactose intolerant? So like, why are they making yeah. that's it, milk? It's, it, it's, it's milk and a banana. No toast. I mean, they're pretty much assuming everyone's white in this, yeah, let's I know, be honest. Seriously. So Absolutely. no toast. You can have a toast if you're on like another body type. So no toast for you. For lunch, you get half a pita bread uh, and some veg- one cup of soup, vegetable beef or chicken noodle soup, and one apple. All right. Do, are these people trying to make this tasty at all? These I know. Even this, go this is disgusting. This whole issue is... Am I pouring the soup into my half pita pocket <laughs> and eating it? Like, Let's be real, though. When you when you look at the cover of this magazine, it is like the fucking like, unseasoned chicken breast of magazines. Like, it's so white. I mean, I get if you... I finally uh, found something. You get gross. one slice plain Italian bread for dinner. With, what is Italian bread? I don't know. I guess garlic bread. A tiny, tiny baguette piece. A slice of plain. You Italian. get one cup of raw vegetables with dinner with a non-fat yogurt seasoned with a pinch of dry onion or vegetable soup mix. Who wrote oh. this? An <laughs> alien? None of these it things even go so, together. It makes me so angry. You get a, a, a thimble spoon of sugar. And a bunch of gravel from the street. And like these things, they're not even trying to make them go together. Like I get a pita pocket, a pita filled with soup. <laughs> then I get a, a piece of bread with like broiled vegetables. Italian <laughs> bread. Thank you very much. Ooh la la. Mm. Grazie. Here, I have even one that's better. Um, munch on some Cheerios. And that's it. That's your snack. Right, no milk. Fine. No milk. Just plain Cheerios. <laughs> that's fucking so gross, dude. This sounds very familiar to me growing up on welfare because this <laughs> reminds me of meals I would make myself instead of shit I found in the fucking cupboard <laughs> that don't go together at all. So 
I would sit, I, yeah, it, it, it's disgusting. Like this whole article is fucking gross. And the growth, and one of the grossest parts is that based on the answers that you've given, they'll list out everything you can eat. But for like the ugly fatzos, there's giant <laughs> all caps omit, which is like, you can't have this. Everybody else can have this, but you ugly fatso can't have it. It's like, so true. You're too they give you the same ugly. diet plan for everyone. And there's like sections where it's like, omit one toast. So toast. One end but piece look- of Wonder Bread, one <laughs> scoop of Kool-Aid powder. I'm shocked that they didn't, it, like, they didn't just come flat out and say, and here's the part of the day where you eat a diet pill. Dude, what the if, fuck? Like, it There's one been... McDonald's soft serve cone as a snack, which everyone can have. Did they sponsor this? Hey, here's a treat, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, it's fucking nuts. Let's torture you while you're starving yeah. to death by driving you down to McDonald's, the smelliest, like, most delicious place <laughs> in the world. <laughs> And your fat ass can have like a fucking tiny, small, small ice cream flavorless cone. ice cream. Which you know anybody who has been starved all day because that's what they've done goes to a drive-in McDonald's and only gets a soft serve yeah, ice cream. Let's torture There's yourself. There's five Big Macs on top of that, like for sure, because that person is starving and they should be eating five Big Macs. Is after this that. person Catholic? Because this seems very self-flagellatory. Oh, for like, sure. But take like- your fat ass down to McDonald's and smell the delicious I things know, you can't have. I know. And you can have one packet of non-dairy <laughs> creamer. And you'll pray to Jesus to forgive you for thinking about beef. <laughs> they just have like a cat of nine tails and just flog yourself driving through the fucking drive through. The at thing that's super fucked too is like there are specific things in this like this diet plan that are brand like brand specific where I'm like, did they fucking pay for a product placement in this teen diet thing? Like there's Velveeta, which I saw twice. Dan and yep. Light Yogurt, seen twice. Um, McDonald's. Yeah. Like it's not just like gen- it's not just like generic shit. Like it's like shit that's like like branded, which is so yeah. fucked up. Hey, pedophile, go do five chin-ups <laughs> at the elementary school playground. Like, don't send people. I mean, I'm not even saying this is healthy, but don't send dieters to fucking McDonald's. But looking at the diet plan, it's so fucking sneaky because if you don't know what you're looking at, or if you're an impressionable young person who we're we're assuming everybody reading this magazine is a fucking teenager. So you're if you're an impressionable young person, or if you don't know what you're looking at and you're still fucking growing, this plan looks like they're giving you enough food and protein to survive on. But as someone who has a history of trying every stupid fucking diet plan under the sun, I can tell you that this shit is fucking rabbit food. It's not even as good as rabbit food. It's It's like not even like have a salad. It's super fucking restrictive. It's super sinister. And no, this isn't even enough. There's no protein in this diet. Well, that's the thing is this is part of that 90s fad where they're like, don't eat fat. Fat is bad. Whereas like now we're like, oh, fat, you know, like keto and stuff like that. Like it has no fat. So everything's low fat. And so you're not getting any like low fat milk, low fat yogurt, no meat. Keto is like high fat, yeah. but like it's, but it, but it basically like it's, it's super fat phobic on a number of levels, not just body type, but also just like fat in terms of, you know, eating food. It's super, you know, like there's no, like there isn't even enough protein to keep a baby alive in this fucking diet plan. It's so fucking weird and sinister. And like, I 100% would have probably, and probably did at some point fall for it when I was younger. And like, 
I fell for this idea that this was in any way a sustainable way to live. I think you, you know? get enough protein from your self-hatred <laughs> while you're sitting there miserably eating your like uh, soft serve cone cup of steamed vegetables with your piece of Italian bread. You get protein off digesting your own self-hatred. Like nothing is seasoned. It's just like fucking. Oh, it's so gross. But like, and then seasoned include, with self hatred. And then to include this seven day diet plan, which takes up five fucking pages. This seven day diet plan to be included to include it within pages of this like huge section that's dedicated to a model search is just so fucking despicable. And that's the thing. It's not just this. So I went through the entire magazine cover to cover and I was like, how many things are there like related to weight? Right. So there's, um, there's this section with the seven day diet. You count diet shit and I count black people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're the counting crows. Um, there's one here on page 14. Uh, snack and lose 10 foods to go through when you have the urge to snack air popped popcorn rice cake instant oatmeal low-cal yogurt pretzels popsicles oh hey i have pretzels fat-free granola bar sugar-free cereal baked potato all right well you can't have anything that makes a baked potato actually tasty i know you can have the bare minimum baked potato and salt it for taste because it won't affect your weight but it will destroy your heart so that's page 14 and then on page... I mean, they don't focus at all on health. Yeah, like, no, you could no be petite and tiny and smoke cigarettes and be skinny, but be completely unhealthy. Yeah. Then on page 102, there's uh, another section, Time Out for Beauty, that talks about... There's, like, an exercise thing. There's some, like, super skinny, another Aryan race. I don't even know if this is a different person. I look the exact same I people who exercise in uh, long sleeve shirts. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. I know you're supposed to sweat, but it's weird. Uh, it says watching your weight calories consumed early in the day are less likely to be stored as fat. So that's on like this beauty section. Then there's that girl is very fashion forward with her dad Adidas. That'd be very Those are fashionable now. Yeah. A Reebok, um, sorry. There's a uh, lose weight on the friendship diet, which t- it says if you're a lonely person, uh, the people who have more friends are like less fat. Uh, oh yeah it depends (laughs) how you react to that right like my dad died and uh, i lost some weight because i wasn't eating so uh kill your parents (laughs) (laughs) it said friends not parents if you're so depressed you oh get covid (laughs) because you won't you'll be too sick to eat it's a flu diet but i used to think that i used to be like i would get the flu when i was younger and i'd be like sweet i'm gonna drop like seven pounds and i'm gonna keep it off but you don't keep it off because you go back to eating afterwards and you gain it back and all it does is that that mentality that people like shove down your throat of like you know oh keep that weight off after you've been violently ill and like it's so gross and like it just makes you fucking hate yourself right but covid might make you long term lose your sense of taste so then nothing tastes good you're just eating for energy you're on thin ice. our listeners look go out get covid let's get herd immunity and you'll lose some weight i'm joe rogan and i am recommending this to our banging on the table i'm also nikolai khrushchev apparently that's a reference for our boomer listeners who are almost certainly dead by knowing that (laughs) reference okay so i was looking this up right and it's like I was looking up like teen dis- eating disorder. We're not like making light of eating disorders because I like no. there's way more prominent Never. than you know. And every time we post something on our Instagram that talks about you know kind of like weight loss models and this kind of 
Kate Moss fucking heroin waif shit. People are like, mm-hmm. dude, this literally made me have an eating disorder. I was like, whatever. And p- some people would be like, well, it's just, it's magazines. It's media. Like, people consume it. It doesn't make a difference. No. The best known, env- these are facts from the, some fucking site that's smarter than me. The best known environmental contributor to the development of eating disorders is the sociocultural idea of thinness. 69% of females ages 10 to 18 state that photographs of models and celebrities in the media motivated their, quote, ideal body shape. 90% of teens with anorexia are, or bulimia are female. By age 17, 89% of girls have dieted. And 13% of all girls or female identifying have suffered from a DSM-5 eating disorder by age 20. You know, you know it's hilarious that things have only gotten worse since the 90s because back then, sure, I'll starve myself to death, get anorexia, and be extremely skinny, and then someone looks at me like Aaron Spelling and sees my, like, literal Karen Carpenter ass and be like, ooh, mama, that's what I like. But now yeah. you have to be incredibly skinny and yet somehow have a huge ass and thick thighs. Like, it's literally fucking gen- uh, anatomically impossible, the body standard now. Now they'd be like, what you need to eat to make your ass huge. Yeah, now I could just yeah. starve myself and get skinny and uh, like almost kill myself, but now I somehow have to starve myself plus somehow inflate my ass and thighs. Yeah. No, but like I mean like let's be let's be clear though. Like diet culture doesn't care whether you live or die. They give you, they they tell you we want you thin or we don't want you at all and we don't care what road you go down down Dude, to like go. People okay, so if you say so 13% of people have suffered by an eating disorder, people who have suffered from an eating disorder are 20% more likely to die early yeah. deaths be it like from heart disease or like heart, you know, palpitations whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and like malnutrition. Not, that doesn't even consider. That doesn't even take into consideration the people that die by suicide. Yeah, from exactly. Hating themselves depression, so much. Like, and that was the other thing. Fifty percent of people with an eating disorder also suffer from severe depression. Like that's fucking correlated. You know, you know? what's weird? Yeah. I wonder the same like level of like industry that promotes the diet industry by being like I'm a dietitian and like not like a healthy Nutrition. dietitian, but like a fucked up dietitian. Nutritionist are the same people who work in the like let's help you for your eating disorder. No. I have a list because I'm eating a lozenge. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with you? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> no, but that's all I'm allowed to eat now because I'm on this diet. <laughs> like, I do get emotional about this because it's just like we get inundated with all of this. And as somebody who is like a fat person, like, I, I mean, I, I don't have the same kind of concerns shopping for clothing that fits me as like people uh, uh, that other people do. But like all of this, like, you know, advice of like, you know, here's something you can eat to drop the pounds or here's this or this or this. And I, I don't want to shit on people that want to lose weight. Like if you want to lose weight do you do you it's fine but like to be taught at such a young age that we only value you for the size of body that you're in yeah. is just so fucking sad that i could cry about it because it's just we didn't stand a fucking chance with these magazines i look at this now and i know because it's a weird dude it's area. even worse now with fucking instagram and shit like i feel worse yeah. for kids now because they're like before you could be like you know what i'm closing this fucking magazine it's making me feel bad about myself and I'm not yeah. gonna watch TV now. It's like I can't go many- on my explore page. Like Facebook, literally, just fucking. The lady came out that worked there and said yeah. that, like, she's a whistleblower and said they fucking specifically targeted teens and yeah. like knew that teens had uh, 
issues with their you know body image and stuff and still targeted ads and think like influencers and things towards them you know like and we and up. we have and we have what we have gone through issues in this magazine we're on like what it was like the episode 72 so we've read a lot of magazines and we've read magazines that have articles about people who have had anorexia or bulimia and survived it or not survived it if it was if it was like a torture porn article within pages of diet culture shit and it's like how many people like you we we talk about it now being like you know oh you know back then we could have just closed the magazine if we were feeling bad about ourselves but how many of us closed the magazine exactly. i'm gonna bank on it Dude, being you got a fucking, fucking subscription many. it's expensive i'm not I'm exactly it i read it cover to cover i read it cover to cover and i also and took shit personally back in the day like if you ordered from a catalog like delia's or any any other like t like mail order catalogs were a thing in the 90s as you guys remember and 2000s before you could actually buy something on the james and i were talking about this last week actually i was like i cannot remember the first thing i bought on the internet but it wasn't until like 2007 yeah. like most things i purchased in person or through like mail order catalogs i remember it was a sweatband with a st- red star on it a <laughs> red white and blue headband like a sweatband and a cameroonian soccer jersey <laughs> I was remember what I bought online. I remember the first thing I bought online. And Is I it used sex that. related? No, oh. it was, I was this like lonely little fucking fat queer kid living in my parents' basement at, like, or like living, well, living in my parents' house because I was like fucking a teenager, but like, it's- You are fucking a teenager? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that guy. I'm the guy. Uh, no, but I was, I was- Prince I was, Andrew like, over here. I think the first, I think the first thing I bought when, uh, online was when I was like 18 or something, but like I used my dad's credit What's card. a 13 year old that you bought, bought online? And I bought- <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> I bought I bought two movies that were queer movies because I was so fucking starved to see queer representation as this lonely like VHS fat queer kid. No, no, DVDs. DVDs. Okay. And yeah, then you're the other Sorry, thing I, I fucking you. Why did I do that? <laughs> yeah. VHS. And the other thing the other thing I bought was workout dvds but oh. they were the hip-hop ones they were like the sean like the guy who uh, it, they were fun Tybo? I, like, Tybo? it was Tybo, <laughs> or it was like it was it was but it was hip-hop it was hip-hop exercise so it was actually really fun and like i i enjoyed it but See, like that's the thing these magazines fo- focus so much on diet which yeah of course it's a it's a part of losing weight but exercise is also i've known people who fucking eat pretty much everything they want and they're just super into the working out and they work out properly and everyone's body yeah. is different too so it's just like but even when these magazines talked about exercise back then it was in it was in the framework of diet culture yeah they'd be like lift one leg it wasn't like you know there wasn't like you know a a major push to like get exercise because it's really good it's proven to be good for your mental health yeah it's like i mean that would be something that i would listen to if i could have found if i could have had somebody say to me exercise literally makes your brain feel better and your heart feel better and makes you feel better about yourself and gives you some serotonin i maybe would have worked out a little bit more i would have gotten like a little i would have been do, more active. do you know why you think that because previous to that you think you associate exercise and physical activity through high school with yeah. shame and humiliation yes exactly. you would never Absolutely. get that i feel i will feel good for myself from exercising because you associate physical activity with being humiliated and being like i can't lift this heavy yeah thing. why did it ev- i feel to lift more by the way i don't want to go so far backwards but d said earlier 
She doesn't want to shit on people who want to lose weight. I don't want to kink shame any of our listeners <laughs> who do want to shit on people who want to lose weight. <laughs> if that's your thing, go for yeah. it. If anybody wants me to okay. pee on okay. them, I am around. <laughs> We were shamed into exercising. I hated competitive sports, but I was forced to play them. I hated working out in front of other people because I just like, I fucking hated myself so much. But like these magazines just did not give us a chance. We didn't stand a fucking chance to not hate ourselves with these magazines. And it's like, it, we, I go back, like we sit on episode one, we all have, we like all three of us have love hate relationships with these magazines i love them for culture i love them because i got into true crime with them i love them for so many different things but this one thing sticking point which was like a severe lack of diversity obviously body diversity race diversity um but like and also this like toxic culture gender diversity but this toxic culture of we don't value you unless you're thin. And that was, it was in neon fucking lights every single issue I bought. Here's the other thing. Like, I, I found this really interesting when I was doing the research for this because it said that the prevalence of eating disorders in college athletes is higher. Um, so those that are in sports like rowing, figure skating, wrestling, all those things, um, men and other, you know, gender identifying people also like suffer from eating disorders. So yeah. workout and weight loss and exercising for health isn't like you can easily wrap up eating disorders and like diet culture in that oh, Absolutely, no one ever Absolutely. cares about people who are in competitive fighting but they will literally starve themselves and kill themselves unhealthily to make their lower weight class. i had a friend that was in wrestling and they told me about cutting and i had no idea what that was in high school and i was like wait you weren't you a goth in high school yeah, but I had a friend that was on the wrestling team, and they I told know, me but about, no, they told you about cutting. Like I you. did not know what cutting was, and if you guys don't know what it is, it's fucking insane. Look it up. People die from it all the time. Yeah. So rather than look it up online, I will describe it to you. Okay, good. It's people desperately not eating and not drinking water to lose weight before a fight, so they fit into a lower weight cast because they weigh and you, wrapping themselves in saran they, wrap. They weigh you. Uh, before a fight, and then after that, you can gain some weight to take some advantage. But yeah, you're supposed to cut weight before a fight because you have to fit into a very small weight class to enable to yeah. f- like, enable you to fight a much smaller person. Which is so bad for your liver. Like you're not drinking anything. Yeah, people it's die from bad it all the time. for it, it, you. Fucking die from it. Like it's, and I mean, like going back, like you know, diet culture doesn't care if you live or die. But like it's, it, you know, it, they're not. I mean, they care mildly if you way. die because then you're not consuming, right? Yeah, but I mean, they things. also they all they also don't want to look at your ugly fatso body, so they don't <laughs> care if you fucking die. Oh, I f- I found the thing. Lose weight on the friendship diet. You guys ready for this? One of the most one of the most common reasons people give for overeating is loneliness. The solution: circulate and lose weight. Join a club at school or get involved with a fitness class that meets regularly. Being with people who share the same interests and seeing the same friendly faces on a regular basis gives friendships, not your waistline, a chance to grow. Oh no! You only lose weight through having friends. I'm fucking doomed. <laughs> You know, like we said before, any kind of like exercise plan that these magazines gave was always framed in weight loss. But people exercise for so many different Dude, every reasons. time I exercise, I want a fucking cigarette and a beer after. What does that say about me? I don't know. That was the only framework we got. So and, and like James says, we were also being 
shamed by, you know, the public school system or the, or the, the, the school system that we were in because phys ed class was always a fucking horror show for fat people or for people in any kind of different body. Right. And it was just especially like, dodgeball. Do you guys want to hear dodgeball. something? I did some digging and the executive publisher and editorial director of this magazine was Robert F. McLeod, a former football player in Marine. That's right. Yep. A fucking retired jock was the Why? head of this fucking teen magazine. Actually, what? three out of the four top dogs of this magazine were fucking old ass men. Jesus. A, a former football player in Marine is in charge of teen, like... Yeah, that's why there's so much diet magazines? advice. He's Jesus got, He's probably fucking... He's probably... He's probably fucking. He's probably fucking the 13-year-old, okay? Like, yeah. this is fucking weird. A gym teacher is in charge of a teen magazine. So that's why all this shit a is A gym teacher is just in charge of making skinny young teens. Like, and so that, like, oh, that's so gross. I'm so fucking Dude, grossed out by that. He put on the same page about dieting, adopt a whale. That's fucking tone deaf. <laughs> Oh I mean, <laughs> that's not nice to say about overweight people, but I mean, you should take them in. <laughs> we can probably end there. <laughs> in a world where beauty is held captive, it takes a special friend to set you free. Nobody steals a whale. No, get away! Wow, the beginning of the song is really- This song is the anthem of crossing sexual boundaries without consent. <laughs> you know what I mean? It sounds like the, the song that someone does some shit where women don't necessarily say at the time, but later on realize that was not okay. Yeah. I think I, I, think I might have fucked this song, though. Definitely. I've, I've absolutely fucked to this. Oh, song this was a fucking sure. song. Uh, the other big fucking song I had with women in the 2000s was that. Um, God, it was. Uh, make me feel like a woman. Man, you make me feel. Give me a reason <laughs> to be. Jesus, you fucking are Shania Twain. <laughs> fucking to Shania Twain. No, I, give I me a reason that. to be a woman. Okay. That song by Portishead. That don't impress me much. That don't. Im- <laughs> also, I heard uh, uh, PJ Harvey, which I'm surprised I never fucked you. That little fish, little fish swimming. Oh yeah, yeah. Water. Come back. That song. That what? I can't believe. Can wait, fucking let's all song. let's all come up with our worst fucking song. If if you went home with someone, they were like your perfect match, and then they put on like the worst song ever. They're like, wait, and then they try to get you in the mood. What would be that song for you? Something racist. I'll go first. Accidental Not- racist by uh, <laughs> Toby Keith or who is that guy? Mine would be Wild Thing. That would be so <laughs> bad to me. Like you make my oh, wild we're thing. Legit, we're talking like legit actual songs that get put on. Um, I'm with James. Something that's like overtly racist or from a racist or you know homophobic transphobic person. Like, or like that the, I- no, but like let's not let's get like the actual message. I think like. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire would be like something like very like. Oh no, you know what would really bother me? Um, the big bopper, like, hello, baby. Chantilly lace and a pretty face. I feel, I feel like, okay, so it's never happened to me. So I like, I think I would have to experience it first, but I don't know how I would react if like, 
Foxy Lady by Jimi Hendrix came on when I was about to fuck somebody. I might like it, but I also might leave. I don't know yet. Stay tuned I... for Girly Mag's line of porn. That's oh. all terrible music. Awesome. Yes. Splish splash. I was taking a bath. I'm about to set it a night. All right. On that note, look to the stars to discover your ideal guy. Take this quiz and find out which star star signs show signs of love for you. So I am going to be giving a find your perfect love match quiz to our dear Andrea. Yeah, James and is supposed see... to take it, but he's fucking lazy. So <laughs> I believe his exact words were I've yelled enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's lazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um... I'll take the quiz. <laughs> Okay, so question number one. He's cute, he's sweet, but he's not for you if he can't A, hold his own on a basketball court, B, get a part-time job to B. earn his own spending money, B. immediately B, um, C, spend part of his time hanging out with his what friends. I, That's B. important. B. I, need, I need time alone, so I feel like I would answer C to this, or D, Hold your hand when you walk down the hall together. B, bro. 100%. I can't okay. deal with a bum. No offense. I know that's a Fair enough. No, no, no. You don't want no you don't want no scrubs. It's yeah, fine. I don't want a scrub. I yeah. never tried uh, to do a Harvey Weinstein impression. Wait, not Harvey oh Weinstein. God. What's the name? Harvey Firestein. Yeah, don't get those two mixed up. <laughs> Harvey oh Firestein God. is a delightful human being. What I love a him. struggle for Harvey Firestein cuz he's so close to Harvey Weinstein. Oh, okay. I love him. Anyway, so we got B. Okay, so you have to you have to mark your own things down because okay. I don't have a, Give pen me a pencil. On me, so you have to hold on, hold I gotta on. get a pencil. James is getting the pencil. There's one right there, you moron. <laughs> You're so <laughs> healthy communication. There's one right there, moron is what I said you moron. <laughs> oh, you made it specific. One sharpened oh, right yeah, there, you idiot. Just kidding. Okay, B. <laughs> okay, so B. So one B is your answer. Okay. Question two. You're starting to like a good-looking guy in your English class. You're pretty sure it's because he, A, has a snappy comeback for all the teacher's bad jokes. A. B. Let me fucking finish. <laughs> B. Makes a point of always asking how you are and what you've been doing. C aces aces every test or D helps you chill out before the big exam by smoking you a big blunt I was actually going to say like it's not written but like by going down on you in the women's washroom so you know I do like a decent blunt in some pussy eating but you know I I think the snappy comeback I've always been attracted to people who are witty and you know, yeah, I, I think I feel like 10 years, <laughs> I feel I feel like as long I mean, it, you know, I, I don't like mean snappy comebacks unless the teacher's an asshole um, or the person's an asshole. But like a good sense of humor is important to me. Yeah. I think I would answer is as, as well. OK, also kind of bad boy. Yeah. Not yeah, to be like disrespectful sure. and rude, but, you know, mm-hmm. kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Has a little edge. I mean, I'm not going to like it if they make the teacher cry, if the teacher doesn't deserve it. But like, if they're, if they're funny, I, I feel like that's important. Okay. Three, hoping to meet a new guy, you decide to join a club at school. 
you choose a the tennis team b student council c prom committee or d photography club that's the only one that seems acceptable i didn't join any extracurriculars in high school so this would be the only thing i'd be interested in i was in band i was in band and i was in uh drama club but like i was i was a nerd yeah i was a big ass (laughs) fucking nerd man like and i i live by it i'm a nerd to this day yeah no d seems like the only acceptable one to me as well question four you can spot a come on a mile away but you'd still fall for a guy who a grabs your hand in both of his and says you're the best thing that's happened to me this year b confesses i can't imagine why a girl as sweet as you would go out with a guy like me Ew. c <laughs> hangs out with you for half an hour then says we've got so much in common why don't we hang out tomorrow that seems most or, normal that seems like the most all normal, of these but... seem disgusting to me am i a or d or d looks into i mean you're gonna get all of this and more with lesbians so like not to not to like pander to a stereotype but like any relationship i've been in with a woman has involved all of this I hate, times I hate this eight million other shit, things though. i find it so gross i'm not saying all lesbians do it but like in my experience with dating women um it's it's happened you're the been... best thing that's happened to me this year by the way it's been a year of coronavirus and my dad <laughs> and brother died not that stiff competition there's one more or d looks into your eyes and says you make me so happy okay that's the least gross of all these i think in my opinion yeah i see your d i think you can make some headway with but you're going with d yeah (laughs) the best thing that's happened to me this year it's like january 3rd (laughs) yeah i know exactly (laughs) um okay question five you had a great time on your first date with him what was so special about it a you went bicycling and discovered a street fair as you walked around checking out the craft booths, he spun you around and gave you a kiss. Underline craft booth. While drunk. <laughs> While drunk. B, he was well-dressed, was super polite to your parents, brought you home on time, and set up plans to see you again. While C, drunk. C, <laughs> he got along with your friends and seemed interested in what you had to say. Or D. While drunk. Or D, Went you went to a fifties diner for burgers and chili fries. When the song Earth Angel started to play, he said, "This should be our song." <laughs> what the fuck? Is that's Earth actually kind of cute. I like that kind. That's kind of cute. Earth I like that. Angel, Earth oh yeah, Angel. that's kind of cute. I guess I can yeah, go with so that. Cute. Okay, yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. I like a good theme date. I did like the well dressed and super light, polite to your parents thing. I don't eat. Like I like eating that as well. Hamburgers on a date. <laughs> I like a, I like a slice of Italian bread and some <laughs> steamed vegetables. In terms of these questions, I feel like all of these options are cute. So, like, you can pick one and feel rest assured that it was adorable. Which one are you going with? D. Earth D. Angel okay. and chili fries. Excellent. I love that one. I like a good theme. So I can like fart I it up later when we're banging. <laughs> oh God! I mean, it's you your, took that in a it's different your direction. first date, whore. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. As he okay. drinks a giant <laughs> giant gulp of wine. Um, okay. Number six. If you took him to your best friend's birthday party, you'd hope that he would A become the life of the party, B help you to have fun by hanging out with your friends, C mix and mingle and not feel that he has a, and not feel that he has to stay at your side. Or D, 
stick with you at the party. 100% I think it's C. C. I love yeah. when people just go and do their own thing. Like, Absolutely. we're at a party. Don't fucking be a Klingon. It's weird. I once had yeah. a girl, like, really fall in love with me because I went to a a, a, a bar, an after, a, a party at a bar, and this guy was, like, belligerently drunk and, like, really wanted to fight everyone. And I went up to him, and she didn't see what we were saying. But then he started laughing really hard, and she was like, I love that guy. Yeah, sounds like you. It was pretty cool of me. <laughs> I wasn't the drunk guy. I was the one being, like... <laughs> Thank you for Making clarifying. the guy laugh when he wanted to fight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hold on one second. Plot twist. I was the person that James was trying to fight. Yeah, I don't. I I find it so annoying when somebody's just like a dog sitting at your side, being like <sighs> through the, yeah. the entire party. It's so uh, annoying. don't bring me to a party where I don't know anyone and don't leave me alone. I'm not <laughs> talking about you, you twat. You guys have funny pet names. I know. I think okay. you dicked me today. What are you, some kind of guy showing off to your guy friends? Yeah. Um, okay, number seven. You're upset that you didn't get cast in the school play. Your ideal guy would A, tell you that he thought the drama coach was a dweeb. B, suggest you volunteer to understudy or try out for another role. C, help you figure out how to do better next time. Or D, let you cry on his shoulder and then take you out to a funny movie to cheer you up. I would never cry over not getting into school play. I would. Okay, be yeah, like, but what try and relate if you did. Like, or do you? I have one? one time not got the role of Mowgli, which as a child, that was a big deal. Yeah. And if a guy was like, that guy was such a dweeb, I'd be like, yeah, he is. So, A. A. All right. I think D. Like, don't I wouldn't prescribe cry. anything. Just let me react and don't try and give me solutions. Like, I think A and D are acceptable. So if you're going with A or D, I think it's good. I just wouldn't cry because I wouldn't care that much. I can't relate because I would make any musical. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Number eight. You're about to walk home from school together and it starts raining. He would A, suggest making a run for it, laugh as a car sprays you with water, and jokingly tell you that your hair looks great, which is actually kind of cute. That is cute. B, wait indoors with you until the downpour stops. C, call a friend of his to come pick you up. Sorry, D, give you his parka, put his arm around you, and hold you close as you walk. Um, I'm going to go with... all good. I'm going to go with C. I like somebody okay. that has some options. Be like, right. hey, you know what? Let's not walk in the rain. I got a friend. The inner, the inner romantic in me would be really turned on by A. Like, yeah, I love cute. that cute. I think it's so cute. But C's I hate good. being wet though. So someone being yeah, like, hey, you enough. know what? I have a friend that has a car and he's gonna come pick us up. It's like I'm a solutions oriented person. I find it attractive. Absolutely. You know what? There's no wrong answer here. Um, but A for me, like I look like such a fucking drowned rat when I get wet. Just <laughs> like anybody, anybody who like spins me around says you've never looked more perfect, perfect as I look like a drowned rat. I would, watched like, a lot of instantly. 90s movies that said that was attractive. And then I like rode my bike home in a downpour one time and was like, Ugh. Yeah, it no, is very it much is like not, not about making the best of a bad situation. You would rather. <laughs> it's true. No, you want some wheels immediately. And that is fair. Um, okay. So number nine. You're out at a restaurant with a group of friends. A piece of lettuce from your salad has fixed itself to your chin. You'd prefer that he, A, jokingly say, you must love salad, it's all over your face. B, reach over and brush it away with his napkin. C, wait until no one else is looking your way and whisper to you to wipe your face with your napkin. You are humiliating me in front of all my friends, you sloppy skank! (laughs) Or D, 
catch your eye with a meaningful glance and mime wiping his own chin. Is this the first time you've ever eaten a vegetable? <laughs> I'm going to go with D. Okay, number 10. You don't like the way your guy is flirting with the new girl at school. When you tell him so, he gets angry and marches off. You'd forgive him in a minute if he, A, gave you a big hug when he saw you next and acted as if nothing happened. I don't like that one. He should apologize. B, apologized for upsetting you and promised not to act that way again. C, called you up later and tried to discuss the situation more calmly. Or D, sent you a dozen roses in a card. D, I love getting flowers. Fair enough. You're acting crazy. Are you on your period? The only reason why I might go with B is because I really value apologies that True. are genuine and sending flowers and not saying anything about what had happened would actually maybe rub, rub me I'm the like wrong the, way. You're the- acting hysterical. If this was back in the day, I'd be able to commit you to an institution for the month. I'm, I get so fucking, it's funny because I love that you like, that's what's so different about us, right? Like I, if someone apologizes to me, I find it patronizing and I'm like, Stop fucking talking to me and show me you care. Like that, it, it irritates me to no end when somebody's like, Fair enough. I feel like though that if that particular, um, if that particular uh, experience made me upset though, I feel like not acknowledging my, my unhappiness would really bother me. And so apologizing is a way to see, like, uh, is a way to like, really get that he kind of noticed that I was upset or she or them yeah. noticed that I was upset and actually was aware and wanted to sort of apologize for it. And flowers are a well, nice Well, that's bonus, where the card goes. But... It says, sent you a dozen roses with a card. And the card oh, okay. says, right. I'm fucking sorry. I'm such Fair a Fair enough. Absolutely. I forgot that it said <laughs> card. If he, apo- if, if they apologized in the card and guy got flowers out of it. Absolutely. So yeah, D's good. D's good. I'm not trying to convince you here. I'm just saying, give, you know, no, no, no. Okay. It was good to point out. So I got mostly D's. Okay. So you're drawn to water sign guys. Hey, that's no- Am I? Am I yeah. cancer? D- so you're drawn to water sign guys who are known for being strong and sensitive. So that's cancers, Scorpios, and Pisces. I've never dated any other sign, Scorpio or Pisces, only cancers. And you are, what, what are you? Leo. Leo? Mean bitch. So according to the astro compatibility chart, while your quiz results reveal the type of guys you find to have real appeal, this chart shows you which guys you're likely to click with, the kind of guys who speak your language. So you as a Leo are most likely to get along with a person who is a Sagittarius or an Aries. You are the spiritual equivalent of a Karen in a restaurant being like, speak English, you're in America. (laughs) I don't know enough about horoscopes to understand any of these words that just came fucking out of my mouth, but like it's... We should do an astro segment. People are into it. We should. Call up anime. There's always a a horoscope section in these magazines, so I would definitely be up for it. But yeah, no, you are attracted to water signs don't go chasing water, water signs. <laughs> All right, now we're done. We're That's done. the end of the episode. Thank you so much for for you know staying with us as patrons. If you're a patron, thank you for staying with us while we've taken a very long break. Needed we're break. Super stoked. Life yeah, we happens. needed it. Needed it. Life happens. 
we're in a pandemic. It's, we, you know, like things are a little bit slower now. I mean, and... death happens. My brother died. Were you giving me a hard time? <laughs> Let's beat him up. Didn't Thank feel like recording. Thank you for jumping Sorry. on that right away. Obviously, I, no, we, we had life happened and we Holidays. needed a break. Everyone needs a little yep. rest break. Um, But we're back. Yep. Which is super fucking exciting. I'm stoked. Um, we have a couple of upcoming guests, which are going to be really exciting. And some yeah. people you may have known from the past, you'll also be excited to hear about. And hopefully we can fucking record in person if we're like out of this fifth lockdown. And we have been yeah. flaked on and canceled on by some of the hottest names in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, and eventually and we- literary, literary world. <laughs> yeah. You don't even want to know the exciting names we've got <laughs> ready to cancel on us it's at true. the last minute. Maybe if we get drunk, we'll reveal them. Fucking cancel culture. Shit. <laughs> anyway, but uh, we hope you are staying safe wherever you are. And thank you for listening. And uh, to our patrons, thank you for helping us out and helping us run this show. And yeah, I just hope you guys are all doing well. It's crazy fucking time. But, you know, we love you and thank you for We're listening. We're almost out of it. Light at the end of the tunnel. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Love of course, there might, be, there might be another variant. But, like, I'm going <laughs> to shut my fucking cake hole. But shut it, it up. Yeah. Plug it with a tampon. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we're kind of seeing a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. Usually when you see a light at the end of the tunnel, that means you're dying. (laughs) All right. We love you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.